0: now here's your host founder and ceo of optimist futures matt Zimberg. hello everyone this is another episode
1: of finally friday sorry for the latest inconsistency in the podcasts i always apologize and i always try to explain that i don't always have the time but this time it was simply because i was searching for a better mic and um, it had to come with a lot of equipment so I hooked up a new mic to my computer I hope the sound quality on this one is better than the previous ones I know that it's not going to be tremendously better but every single increment of quality helps out and it helps the clarity so I went through quite the experience in buying this mic It was very interesting to go through this experience. Um, I'm not going to mention the name of the company that I bought it from or the brand because it's really irrelevant, but it's a higher quality brand and I went with a website that is known for their audio and equipment and everything else. And so I got all the equipment, hooked it up right, and uh, it just didn't work. So I called technical support. And I got this guy on technical support. He was a very nice guy, by the way. Uh, Very knowledgeable, but slightly arrogant because he was convinced that I'm doing something wrong. And I tried to tell him that, you know, I'm not exactly tech illiterate. I actually do things right. I work with platforms. I told him I'm a broker. I work with data. I work with software. So... You know, it doesn't make me a software engineer, but I know how to hook up stuff, right? Pretty much connecting a USB to a computer and a few other cables. And I told him that, you know, the mic is not working. His response was, well, it's impossible. It's a high quality mic. I said, it could be a high quality mic when it's working, but it's worthless right now because it's not working. Against his better judgment, and uh, using my intuition, I decided to return it and they sent me a new mic that I was waiting for. Uh, my last podcast had those noise interruptions because I used a different mic. Um, and I didn't pay attention to the interruptions when I was listening to it. It came out, however, uh, not of the best quality and I apologize for this. But this whole thing, you know, gave me kind of a insight how I'm the customer now you know cuz we have many customers at optimus futures and now i am the customer and i'm a frustrated customer right but i didn't go nuts you know we have customers that sometimes i would say 90% of them are reasonable i would say 99% are reasonable but there's always that one that is completely unreasonable well i think every business experience that but essentially i was a reasonable guy and the other side wasn't very reasonable so give me an insight how not to treat customers and maybe give People the benefit of the doubt even though they're not in the business itself and as consumers you know they still could be right and I'm yet to learn something from them so the technical support I encountered if he had some sort of um you know oh an open mind, maybe he would also you know give his customers a better choice in any case a uh, better service well, in any case, just want to let you know that this mic is working so. I did hook up everything right um today I'm going to talk about some leverage in trading. I know I mentioned it in many different colors in many different uh, angles, so you know customers usually when they call us or they correspond with us, you know the two most important things to them are is the cost of the transaction and uh, we try to provide reasonable cost of transaction relatively to the services and the help that we provide, and obviously they want some sort of a leverage because you know every everybody's advertising low they trading leverage, um, and you know we have to offer it because we also want to be in business. I'm not always in favor of every single person using the highest leverage possible, but I know that some people can use it for example to diversify our portfolio so they can be in different markets or sometimes they just feel that i want to maybe as a day trader don't want to put you know a lot of money in their account as um initial deposit i tell them that the risk on it is still the same regardless of the money that they use to put in the account because they're liable for you know anything they lose and beyond which customers can lose if they're over leveraged they can lose beyond their initial investment but when I talk to beginners, I try to tell them not to over leverage. And over the years, I had this comment coming back from customers where they say, Well, I still want it just in case. And I really did not understand what it means, just in case. Um, because, from my perspective, and again, you know, there's a certain way that I think, and every single customer that comes, thinks in a, in a unique way about his portfolio and how he wants to do things. And the customer is always right. When I say the customer is always right, it's not because he's right, right. It's not be- because he's just um, necessarily does the right thing for himself, but he's right because that's his money. So we have to respect that in the end of the day. What I try to do is to educate my customers as much as I can. This is the purpose of the podcast. So the customer, when he's right, And when he makes decisions he will make the right decisions in any case a lot of traders are attracted to high leverage which means low day trading margins smaller accounts and they can um, grab more contracts to trade with and that doesn't necessarily always end up in the favor of the customer but over the years that's what i've been hearing from many customers well i know that i shouldn't over leverage But I still want a low day trading margin just in case. And, you know, when something repeats itself, just in case, just in case, just in case, it means that everybody's thinking about the same thing. And I just couldn't figure out what it is. I mean, don't get me wrong. I didn't lose sleep over it at night. But I'm always curious as to customer needs because they change. I've been in the business... uh, Many years, much more than I like to admit, but I started very young in this business, very young. I was in my early twenties and I started uh the actual trading business so um I, and again, you know we're going back to okay, we were just just in case so then it kind of dawned on me what it means just in case just in case means that customers periodically think that they will be encountering a situation where the market is so overbought or so oversold that they will be able to grab, they should be able to grab, they, 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 they want to grab as many future contracts as possible to capture that move, Okay. And that, in my opinion, is one of the biggest mistakes that they can do. Because, you know what? This, just in case, it what's turning a trader to a gambler. And let me explain to you a number of things to those. You know, I always repeat some things in, in, in podcasts, but I like to explain it to those who haven't been listening to all the podcasts so basically traders sometimes go on hunches for example they try to guess where is the bottom so the market could be falling for four hours or four days and then they get this intuition the market can fall from here and at that point in time they just go in and set and, and, and put a huge number of contracts well when I say huge it's all relatively according to your account size and most of the time this does not end up well for them so that's one thing and the other thing that i um, tell beginners is that you should not work on hunches you do not have those super powers those mental powers to determine where the market is going to bounce from just on intuition Or if the market has been going out for a very long time, like it's been doing now, that you have the ability to guess where the top is. So basically, the trait of, of, or, or the request, I should say, of just in case, is really periodically turning yourself from a trader to a gambler and go all in and try to get that cash pot in the market. It's a bad thing to do. And further, if you are over leveraged or you still want that high leverage, um, even on a normal day if you're losing money and then you try to recover your 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 loss. I know a lot of people call it revenge trading, but every time I say revenge trading, it's just thinking about, you know, somebody who's just lost his mind. And most people, you know, when they trade They're just a click of a button, right? They don't lose their mind. They're just temporarily loss of discipline where they lost with one contract throughout the day, but they say, you know what? I lost so much. I'm going to try and recover it with four contracts, and then they lose even more, and it was the worst thing that they did. So this sentence of just in case is the ability. They want the ability to recognize patterns um, so they can go and basically go for the kill, as we say, uh, or the ability to recover money fast. So now, you know, when, when I, first of all, now I know what they mean by this sentence and I actually explain to them why it's not the best thing to do. Your trading size should be reasonable relatively to your risk tolerance relatively to your understanding of the market relatively to your experience i cannot tell you how to leverage your account i cannot tell you how many contracts you should trade but i would say that as you trade go with the number of contracts that is consistent and you can operate in and it doesn't mess up your psychology when you trade and you know when it messes up your psychology or you can't handle it and beginners should trade you know less contracts i'm not saying that advanced traders should just go exponential exponential on the number of contracts but clearly people with more experience could potentially you know you use more again if their risk tolerance allows and you know what if it doesn't allow it's fine to trade all of your life with a fixed number of contracts that you decided that is reasonable for you There is just absolutely nothing wrong with that. Do not feel that part of growth as a trader is always increasing the size that you trade. It is not. Your goal is to increase your knowledge. Your goal is to review more in the markets. Your goal is to make sure that your risk management gets better and better and better. Uh, Your review skills are getting better, everything but size, really. I mean, I don't mean to say that you should not increase your size if you feel it's the right thing to do and you increased your account size, but certain number of contracts that you can trade in futures could potentially not suitable for your risk tolerance regardless of your account size. You know those people who are afraid to trade or they can get started out of fear it's not that those people are uh it's not always the fear of losing money is just being in a state i think again i'm not a psychologist but you know this is since trading has to do so much with psychology sometimes I, I i try to figure out how people think sometimes i'm successful sometimes i'm not but i think the people that are afraid to trade you know those perpetual demo users or people who do open a brokerage account but concerned with everything else because they're not ready or because they have to make their model better and just tweak it and tweak it but really it's an excuse because they're really afraid to trade and they're afraid of uncertainty which and 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 so trading is really not for everyone not every single trading account out there trades and everybody some people don't trade at all some people trade a little bit some people trade a lot which is fine it is what it is um i always tell people if trading is not for you it's not for you it's definitely not for everyone and i'm not a broker for everyone but there is nothing wrong as i mentioned before trading a certain size that you're comfortable with in a consistent manner where you basically make decisions that are suitable to your risk tolerance so if you have x amount of dollars and you are trading one contract and you are a successful trader and you were trading now 2x uh, contracts because your equity right now is 2x but you're not seeing the same results it's fine go back to 1x or maybe you went from 5x you know to 10x and even though your account went up you know 5x or 10x but but you're not getting the same results after, and you're having a lot more losses, then start cutting it down. So again, avoid as much as possible the just-in-case mentality that some beginners have, and or think that they, again, have some sort of psychic power to predict situations where they can go from one to five and make it. And if they did make it, even on that one transaction, um, you know, that's probably the worst thing that they did for their nature because they won and, and they'll try to repeat it again. And the next time it doesn't work. And the people that, that, that lost um, swear to themselves that they'll never do it again. But since they did it, they break their that rule and they say, well, maybe this time it will work. So it's better not to go mentally into that territory from the first place. It's 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 better not better not to experience it, right? And that's what it is. So let me just kinda tie it all up. Um and go back to what I was talking about where people are afraid to trade. Um they can't even place one trade. And again they have enough money in their account to trade but they can't. They have fear. Okay. So the next level from that I would say are the people that stick to let's say, one contract, and even though their account grew, when they go to two contracts, they're not experiencing the same results or they experience some sort of a fear. Now, obviously, you don't want to go back to trading nothing and and let fear paralyze you, like those people who are in a perpetual demo mode or just stare at quotes and charts for hours and days and never take advantage of the market. And again, I don't judge them. I'm not judging anyone. You know, trading is not for everyone. And, and I know that, so there's a there's a lot of people who are fascinated with trading. They're fascinated with the markets, they're fascinated with the software technology. And I always say that's just maybe five percent of trading. You know, loving the gadgets around it and the platforms and the talks and the forums and the, even this podcast. It's just five percent. The ninety-five percent is really a lot of sweat equity. I'll, I mean, trying really hard. But I'm all in favor. And a lot of people who take risks, I just want people to succeed and take reasonable risks. So again, the purpose of this podcast is not to put anybody down or to stop you from what you're doing. It's just to basically tell you, start acting consistently, start acting in a manner that is reasonable to your account size and your risk tolerance and avoid the just-in-case syndrome. I'm going to take this opportunity just to remind everyone that there's a substantial risk of loss in futures trading. Past performance is not indicative of future results. As I mentioned, trading is not for everyone. I'd like to give a plug to my great staff at Optimus Futures that helps customers every day, my great brokers who help their customers I'm working with a phenomenal team. So go to www.optimusfutures.com. You can call us 1-800-771-6748. If you want to use a local number, it's 561-367-8686. And try out our platform, Optimus Flow. Great platforms, um, great platform, singular. Uh, great features, excellent for beginners. Um, excellent for those who are trying the smaller contracts, the micros. Great platform for that. Gives you everything you need. Dome, charts, trading on the charts, great visual display. So I hope you try it out. That's basically it. I'll see you next week. I wish you a phenomenal weekend and I appreciate your time. And thank you very much for listening. All the best and good luck in your trades.
0: Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, all under the username Optimist Futures. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to support at optimistfutures.com or give us a call directly at 561-367-8686 or toll free at 1-800-771-6748. Once again... Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures Podcast. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimist Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence.